Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? Unlike a car with its user's manual, we are born without instructions how to live. We experience life vicissitudes without a so-called user's manual. The Gita has been described as such a guide. These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda, which he has been delivering for more than 25 years. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, we had been discussing Chapter 5, the Sannyasi Yoga. So we have seen that the sannyasi, by giving up all his actions mentally, in other words, giving up the sense of agency, renounces his ego. As Swamiji used to say that the only thing we truly possess is our ego. Everything we think we possess seems to be just our, our illusion, that we own this. In reality, that just of association. That's why this classical example we learn in Vedanta is this life, what we own and what we possess is more like a hotel room. When we go there, that's yours for that night. Next morning, it's not yours when you leave, when you check out. You know, I used to travel a lot with my boss when in my previous employment. And sometimes we have a meeting in the morning at 8 o'clock in a consultant's office and we end up in some exotic city like Las Vegas or in New York. And we reach there at about 12 o'clock midnight. We are all tired and we go to the hotel room. And you go to the hotel room and it's a suite. It's a big suite, which we didn't really expect. So either I call him and say, Mark, guess what? Guess what my room looks like? Boy, it's a three-room suite, and you have this and that. And they were all excited, and all you can do is go to sleep. <laughs> and then early morning, before anybody wakes up, you wake up at 6 o'clock, get ready, get breakfast, and checked out and gone. But that moment, it is mine, my suite. He doesn't have a suite. Mark doesn't have a suite. He has a room. But I have a suite, and I'm so happy. Bhagwan says that this life is like that. I think this is mine, this is mine, but this is like checking into a hotel. You don't even have a time to enjoy all the features they advertise. Therefore, you decided to go to that Marriott or that Hilton because it has the swimming pool and it has the racquetball court and but you really don't have any time to enjoy that. But it just being there and I consider it mine makes me feel happy. And then I continue in search of that happiness all the time. So we have seen in that that sannyasi realizing the transitory nature of all the possessions he has, he mentally renounced that. 
but he also mentally renounced the sense of doership that i am the doer because he realizes i am not the doer and therefore he is now free from all the attachment and therefore i say now he sees this world as in a equanimous ma- manner he sees a brahmin a an elephant a dog or even a outcast all in the same with the same eye that the underlying reality in all this is one and the same the same self which i have which makes me who i am makes an elephant who it is and a brahmin who he is that understanding takes place because the ignorance is removed by the knowledge you see that why do i have this confusion about this is mine the bhagavad gita said gnanena agnanena avrutam gnanam tenam mohyanti jantavaha all beings are confused deluded by this ignorance i do have the knowledge that this is me i exist i have this awareness of myself i have this awareness that i exist and that existence is eternal there will never a time i did not exist there never will be a time i will not exist but this knowledge is right now clouded by my ignorance ignorance about myself where i considered this possession of mine which is temporary as me this body is me this mind is me this intellect is me that ignorance has clouded the real knowledge that i exist eternally and so once whose ignorance is removed he said that self shines through just like a sun shines through the room when the window is open and once that knowledge takes place i now see the reality as is that all these are different manifestations of the same self just as swami ji says a goldsmith realizes that whether the gold comes in a very fancy necklace or a very crude ring it is still gold the underlying reality which makes the gold jewelry a gold jewelry is one and the same it has to be made up of gold so say once that knowledge takes place all my problems and sorrows and unhappiness which i had been considering mine are no more mine because they are all temporary once i consider that my stay here in this hotel is temporary all the other problems the hotel has is of no value or consideration to me so bhagwan said this knowledge can takes place right here it's not that i have to wait for it because we typically take it for granted we learn all of that and say well that's good for swami ji you know that's good for maybe after i'll die i'll attain that sense of being in our attendant so the worst we had seen last time it is no it is iha eva taihi jitaha sargaha esham samye sthitam manaha right here and now 
you can overcome all the limitations of your creation of this birth right now what i am trying to get over is all the limitations i have in this life i'm not tall enough i'm not powerful enough i'm not held i'm not wealthy enough i'm not healthy enough all these limitations were have superimposed on me in this life in this birth i can get rid of them instantaneously by samye sthitam manaha by making my mind equanimous in all situations once the knowledge has taken place that i am not the doer the self is not taking part in any of the sorrows which i am going through it is not affected by any of the unhappiness which i have experienced you know that it has remained untainted by any occurring which is occurring in my world i can overcome all the limitations in this life so i say iha eva taihi jitaha they overcome or conquer this birth this creation of mine by my mind it is my mind who projected this is my life and this is my world and i am in the center of it that world now can expand to the infinity and i become the infinity nirdosham hi samam brahma tasmat brahmani te sthitaha and why i become that because the very nature of brahman myself is nirdoshah it has no no flaws in it it does not have any limitations in it the self which i considered myself is truly is that infinite self which has no limitations which does not have any flaws and therefore once i identify with that self once the ignorance is removed from my awareness that this is me this temporary being is me i now identified with that brahman and therefore say brahmani te sthitaha whose ignorance is removed by renouncing the ego the only possession which i had was my ego which i renounce to get the greater goal in life once that happens i have now all the qualities of the brahman right now i have all the qualities of this limited me once i renounce this limited me and identify with this entire self all the qualities of the self is me and the quality of that is nirdosham hi brahma brahma is spotless without any limitations so that becomes my once i join an organization i was just a you know hourly consultant when i came to this country because i was not finding a job so when somebody says nil would have i am an architect and i work on hourly basis in a piecemeal work and suddenly i get a job in a multinational architectural firm the day i join that firm i now become 
all the power and the resources and the portfolio of that from his mind. When I walk into my client's office and say, I'm Neil Budd representing WZMH, so what do you do? Well, we are the largest architectural firm in the world. Why? Because I identified with that firm. Yesterday, I was just by myself with my meager qualifications and meager portfolio. Today, I'm part of that giant firm and all its portfolio is mine. It's a matter of changing the identification from just me to the wider self. So if those who have, have overcome this birth by removing the ignorance, they become one with the Brahman. And once that happens, what happens? He says, Brahmavit Brahmanisthitaha. A person who is established in the Brahman because he has gained the knowledge about the Brahman. And knowledge is nothing but an identification. An identification with the Brahman. I am now established in the Brahman. Sthira buddhi. Now my buddhi becomes sthira. Not that my intellect is now wiped out. Not that my mind is not there. But that thinking entity which was creating the problem. Mind was the culprit which created the ego. Swamiji used to say that when the first thought had occurred, there was no mind. It is the second thought which created mind. These two thoughts together became a flow of thoughts. Then these two give rise to the third and a fourth and a fifth and the infinite flow of thoughts which created mind. Then that mind started thinking it is an entity by itself. A rainwater falling on the Himalayas is not a river. That water when gathers is strength by becoming a stream and then becoming a river. Now it's a mighty Ganges river and it has own identity. Mind was the one who created ego. Once I overcome that mind, the ego has ended. So Swamiji quotes here and said, Patanjali Yoga Sutra said the same thing. Mind is the yoga is chitta vritti nirodha. This tendencies of mind to create his own world. When it ends, you are in the state of yoga. In Bhagavad Gita says the same thing, samatvam yoga uchyate. When my mind becomes equanimous, in other words, it can see through this manifested world, its inherent reality, it is equanimous. When I become that jeweler or a goldsmith who is so expert that in any jewelry I find gold, I know I can spot a gold in any jewelry, no matter what form, shape, and size it comes from. So, so they such a person na prahushyet priyam prapya, na udvijet prapya cha apriyam. Right now we get rejoiced when something good happens. And so, God, I, I got it. 
I did it. And then that doesn't happen, I become dejected and say, why this world is unfair? I work so hard. That happens in any every competition, right? We are competing with other firms, you some people compete. Everyone thinks they were the best, but the guy who has to select, select one out of those four or 20 or 25 or 200 and other things, it was unfair. He said, one who has attained this equanimity, he realizes this is the nature of this world. This prakriti works in its own, bound by its own rules. And therefore, these occurrings are happening. And therefore, na prahushyat priyam prapya. When something conducive happens, it's not that he rejects it, but he does not get elated. Not that he does not enjoy, but he does not let his core get all agitated by it. Na udvijet prapya priyam. Because we know this is the nature of this world. One day it will be conducive to me, the other day it will conducive to somebody else. So this is a nature of this sansar, and therefore he accepts it, but his self does not get affected by it. The core of his self remains equanimous without being affected by what's happening in his life and the world. And the last verse we have seen says, Bahyas Parsesu Asaktatma Vindati Atmani Yatsukham. We are all seeking happiness. And right now, I think the happiness lies in my contact outside. And therefore, if I am not participating in all these social activities, people are going to Neil, you must be getting depressed, you know. I haven't seen you for a while, you know. You are not participating in any of that, you know. Because if you don't, how are you going to be, be enjoying your life, you know. You need to be at the picnic, at this, whatever, all of this. Because it used to give me happiness. So I now consider that contact with the outside world gives me happiness. But it's if one who has become unattached with the outside contact, Unattachment, the contexts do occur. It is the nature of this world to come and contact my senses. But the myself does not get affected by it. I'm unattached to it. I see that as an as an outsider happening to somebody else. Bahyas se saktatma vindati atmani yatsukam. Where does he find the happiness? In his own self. Just being identified with his own self, he finds his happiness. Now he does not have to seek happiness outside. So he will do all the activities which is appropriate and he finds it necessary. But he is not affected by it. And he says, Sa Brahma Yoga Yuktatma. Such a person has now become Brahma Yoga Yukta Atma. Atma, the self. His self has become yukta, one with the Brahman. Now there is no disparity between myself 
and this eternal self. I was thinking that myself is limited and therefore I am suffering. Only if I can expand myself to a point where I can, I can be happy all the time, then I'll be happy. Well, I found out that the eternal happiness can only come by identification with the eternal self. So once I, that identification took place, I became Brahma Yoga Yuktatma. And what is the result? Sukham Akshayam Asnutaya. I started with my quest of finding eternal happiness. What, what do I want in my life? Happiness. When do I need it? Right now. How long want, why I want this happiness? All the time. That's the basic quest we all have. And we all have a formula how to get it. And all these formulas we have come up with have not worked so far. They constantly come across unhappiness and sorrow. No matter how foolproof a plan I have in my life to be happy. Here is the final truth. It says, the one who has given up the ego, who has become unattached to the happenings in this outside world with and and his contacts, one who has become identified with that eternal self, the Brahman, his own self, Sukham Akshayam Asnate, he achieves the eternal happiness. We started with an hypothesis that because that's my quest, that state must exist. Water only seeks its own level. If I am seeking eternal happiness, that must be my right. That must be something I can achieve. Only thing is if I can find that formula, then I'll apply it. Bhagavad Gita, this verse says, you can find the eternal happiness when you become Brahma Yoga Yuktatma. With that, we'll stop here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihiyo Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo